0: Blessings, everyone. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me on another episode of the Word Podcast. If you've been with us from the beginning, you know that we have spent uh, every episode to this point in time, which has actually been 47 episodes. This is our 48th. We've been looking in the book of Galatians. And what the Lord was revealing to us. And so now we're going to move on to some other things. And what I have in my spirit and on my mind right now is that we'll be doing, yes, uh, perhaps books of the Bible like that. Uh, Definitely questions and things that you might ask about stuff and things. Uh, But also a topical type of things, you know, particular topics. And so I want us to uh, look at one that it's going to take us several episodes, probably many episodes to go through. Mm -hmm. And it's the Feast of the Lord. Okay, The Feast of the Lord. In all likelihood, you've heard some form of variation of that being spoken of. If you uh, have read the New Testament, you will see that uh, that phrase pop up from time to time. It was the Feast of Unleavened Bread, or it was the time of Passover, or something like that. And so I think we would do really well to spend some time examining that and getting a really good understanding. And we're gonna take it slow, okay? we are going to take it step by step, so don't get bogged down because if there was ever a subject matter where a chart is worth a million words, it is this. And so what I'm actually gonna do as we go along, I will provide some things in the show notes uh, to where you can click on and go to a link and look at charts. Uh, it'll be a day or two or three before we get down to that. But I'll give some things like that. But I know that most of us are gathering together as we're doing other things. You're driving down the road or you're getting ready for the day or you're retiring for the day. And you're not going to be able to look at that. So um, we'll we'll talk about it in a slow, plain kind of way, okay? I've actually got a couple of reasons I want to do this. One is, I don't think you can understand what is occurring within the Word of God if you don't have a complete understanding of the Feast of the Lord. Quite often you'll hear it referred to as the Feast of Israel, well that's fine, or the Feast of the Bible. Um, I've got one great resource that calls it that. But it's really the Feast of the Lord. They are really the Feast that the Lord gave to Israel. He gave it to them and said, here, this is what I want you to do. I want you to celebrate And uh, seven times a year, they were to celebrate in particular kind of ways. And then we're going to look at all uh, all seven of those, and then we'll look at uh, some other ones, three, four, that come uh, after the uh, biblical time, shall we say, after the time of the Old Testament. That's one reason. I think we have to understand these things to see what is going within the Word of God. And then at the time of our uh, gathering right now, at the time of this recording, it's just a couple of weeks away uh, from Easter, from Easter Sunday. And if you have a proper understanding of the feast, if you see all the myriad of details that the Lord gives us related to the feast and how they were to go about it and what they were to do, if you see that, it gives us great understanding about what happened in the life of Jesus the last week. It also gives us some insight into understanding as to why we do some of the things we do, be it right or be it wrong. Okay, So let me, I'll just throw out the big, big issue right now, and then we'll deal with it as we get further down the road, okay? Uh, I remember when I was uh, much, much younger, let's say a teenager or something like that, it always bothered me that we had a time of celebrating called Good Friday because Jesus died on the cross on Friday, and he was resurrected Sunday morning. But in the Scripture, okay, in John and Matthew, both Jesus himself said, that he would be in the belly of the earth three days and three nights. okay. And I started just examining this and reading some things and read all the stuff where it said, well, in the Jewish mindset, any portion of a day is considered to be the full day. And I'm thinking, really? Is that true? I don't know. And I don't think that's really true now. (laughs) I think it was just somebody's way of trying to explain something because they didn't understand the feast. When you understand the feast, you see some really, really interesting things you see that Jesus did not die on Friday afternoon. He actually died on what we would call Wednesday afternoon, Okay, the Wednesday before what we call the celebration of Easter, and we'll talk a lot about that as we go along. And don't worry, I'm going to repeat all this stuff ad nauseum, okay? But Jesus died on Wednesday afternoon. Now, in the Hebrew mindset, in the Hebrew culture, the day begins at sunset. When the sun goes down, it becomes a new day. And so, Jesus died on Wednesday afternoon, which would be called the sign, the 14th, 14th day of the sign. The sign is just a, a month. He died on the 14th day of the sign between the evenings, which would be 3 o'clock in the afternoon. They take him off the cross. The sun goes down. When the sun goes down, it becomes Thursday. Now, it's still Wednesday night to us, but it's Thursday. They're just six hours ahead, okay? Thursday. And You have Thursday evening and morning, day one. You have Friday evening and morning, day two. You have Saturday evening and morning, day three. When the sun goes down on Saturday, it becomes Sunday. At some point in time, the Lord was resurrected. His body was discovered to be gone at sunrise, but we don't know when he was actually resurrected. Some people say he was resurrected right before sunrise because well, the stone was rolled away. They heard it, you know that. So, well, the stone was rolled away, not for the purpose of Jesus getting out of the tomb. It was to reveal that the tomb was empty. So, we really don't know when he was resurrected, but he was in uh, the tomb three days, three nights, or he was dead, or whatever you want to cycle. There's some interesting things we'll look at as we go along. There, okay? It was three days and three nights before he's resurrected. There we go, three full days. Three full nights. Now, a lot of times people say, well, why does it really matter? And I understand what you're saying. Well, I think it matters from this perspective. If we cannot uh, handle a detail like this, if we cannot search out the words and see what the Lord has revealed and what he's shown and and speak this to believers and speak this to the world, if we can't be trusted with these details, how can we be trusted with the major details? Hear what I'm saying? And I think when we start examining this, you're going to see uh, that uh, it's, it's very, very plain within the Scripture. Now, I hasten to say this. Quite often people say, this, so that means everything we're doing is wrong. I said, well, what are you talking about? Well, what about a Good Friday service? No, I participate in Good Friday services because the whole point is you're remembering what the Lord did. You remember what the Lord did, and it's not like we're trying to emulate it or reproduce it or anything like that. We're just giving remembrance to it. The same thing with the Maundy Thursday service. Actually, the same thing with Easter because the word Easter really doesn't appear in the Scripture except in the King James Version one time. And actually, that same word had been translated Passover every other time. Okay, Easter itself is actually a a pagan uh, fertility cult celebration. Okay, We'll talk about that much further down the road. Okay? But we do well to remember the Lord's resurrection. Now, I sort of like what Paul said. Some people say that some days are all the same, and other people say that certain days are more special. I'm a all-day-the-samer kind of guy. But I understand where people are coming from, so I'm not going to cause any division within the body of Christ when people want to celebrate and do some things. But we do want to speak forth the truth. We do want to speak forth the truth. So with that being said, I'm about out of time here, but this is what we're going to be doing. We're going to be looking in Exodus 12, which we haven't read any scripture today, but we will later. Exodus 12, uh, Leviticus 23. Those two right there speak a great deal about the feast. And there's seven feasts. It's Passover, Unleavened Bread, First Fruits, the Feast of Weeks, uh, Trumpets, Yom Kippur, and Tabernacle. The first four Occur in the spring of the year Passover, unleavened bread, first fruits, and weeks. Here's the cool thing. Those first four were fulfilled when the Lord Jesus Christ came the first time. The last three feasts occur in the fall trumpets, Yom Kippur, and tabernacles. Those have yet to be completely and totally fulfilled, but will be fulfilled when the Lord comes again. So this is what we're going to be looking at what happened long ago and the feast and why the Lord gave them to Israel. We're going to be looking at what that has to do with the timing of how we celebrate some things and why we need to know the truth about this to where we can impart the word correctly. But then we're also going to see a lot of truth about what's going to happen when the Lord returns the next time. Sounds sort of exciting, doesn't it? Well, my time's up. I'm Dale. So pass the word about this podcast. Uh, tell folks we're about to start studying the feast to the Lord and I'll see you again next time. Goodbye.